0: It's time to lock in with You Better You Bet, Countdown to Kickoff with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: Also, by the way, shout out to our show sponsor, BetMGM, Badass Super Bowl commercial with Tom Brady, which is on all their social platforms right now. Pretty good stuff. It's Absolutely good. love it. Yeah. yeah, they um it's a true story. BetMGM came to myself and Ken It's like, Hey, like, we got this Super Bowl idea for you guys. And we said, You know what? Too busy. And then they went and booked Tom Brady. That's just kind of how it goes. But I, I
0: told him, I go, I go, I can give you Tom's number. I would just try him. He might, he might be available. Like he'd, he'd consider it. They and then, I, uh, then
1: I laughed. Then I laughed at them when they said Vince Vaughn. I said, what the hell's that guy ever done? Brian Balding, <laughs> our Odyssey Sports NFL insider, joins us in 20 minutes. Best bets coming up to close the show. Side in total, thy royal prop king here for Championship Sunday. Speaking of Championship Sunday, Ken, uh, You were talking as we closed the first segment about the side and total of the Kansas City-Baltimore game and how everyone kind of thinks, oh, the public's on the Chiefs, but, you know, the the number keeps going up for Baltimore. So where do we stand right now, side and total? Like, what do you think about that? And where do you think we're headed as we approach kickoff game number one today in Baltimore with the Ravens and the Chiefs?
0: It looks like we haven't—so last night, the the first four and a half appeared—or yesterday. The first four and a half appeared in this game. And again, just to, like, recap this for people— Like, this is, it all makes, like, a lot of logical sense, right? And I know, like, Mahomes is the quarterback of the other team. And so you're like, well, how can this happen? But you have a really, excuse me, really advantageous setup for the Ravens in this game. Uh, They have a rest advantage. They played Saturday afternoon, and they stay home and the Chiefs played Sunday night and are playing back-to-back road games. There's thing number one in the Ravens' favor. Uh, Positive injury news versus negative injury news. The Chiefs are losing an all-pro offensive lineman who's not going to play. Also, their star running back, Isaiah Pacheco, has like 17 different injuries, but is going to play in the game. He's a really big part of what the Chiefs have done on offense recently. Okay, that's all pretty negative. Meanwhile, on the Ravens' side, Mark Andrews comes back, Marlon Humphrey comes back. All systems go. If they had an injury, apparently Ray Lewis and Ed Reed are going to be at the game, and they could fill in, probably. Like, it's just it's like a full deck and it's a hurt team and it's a positive rest situation where again who ca- who cares who the quarterbacks are just for this analysis where do you think the number would go when that when all of that happens again so like this is all fine like it's not nothing weird is happening here this is and we do show every Sunday during the regular season what what do we always say during the middle of the week moves numbers yes interest in aside also the injury report also like perceived advantages in terms of rest teams off buys teams that teams third straight home game like it's just this is just more of that that's all that's happening there's no grand conspiracy about anything going on in this game you know why the ravens are favored by a lot cuz they were the best regular season team maybe by far <laughs> and they played at home and had a week off before that and the chiefs didn't that's why this is what it doesn't mean the Ravens have to win by 100 or the Chiefs can't win or whatever. It could be any of those things. Just we want to believe it like it's that the script is written and it's uh, and it's just not what's happening here. The Ravens are getting bet because they're in a really good setup here. They maybe just blow out the Chiefs. There's a lot of people that think that's going to happen and are betting it. They're betting it like they know the final score already to use the script analogy. And that's why the number is moving. So just like, OK no knowing that what do you want to do and if you want to bet the Ravens still great and they could blow out the chiefs if you want to bet the chiefs now that the numbers gotten to this great maybe they can keep the game close maybe it gets to like a, a late game finish and mahomes is usually pretty good in those maybe he can do that maybe it doesn't get to that like we just we're, we're not going to know but the idea that like this means something i think people like they love to find meaning in patterns or line movement or analysis from like live uh, like tweets which are always very well just, just very like. Guys, <laughs>
1: our,
0: our brains love to get fooled by stuff and think that something has to happen and it's like man at the nfl playoffs so far or the way sports has worked should kind of show you anything it's just it's it's more random that it's just more random than that so my advice is just like i think if you spend too much time on social media My concern is you're going to think, like, well, the Ravens have to blow out the Chiefs because of what everyone's saying. And they can blow out the Chiefs. And if you think they're going to do that, you should definitely bet on it. But, like, I just don't like to feel like people get tricked into betting. I want to feel like you're betting because you actually like the thing that you're betting and not that you're going to get to the fourth quarter and be like, What the hell were those Twitter accounts talking about that? Like the Ravens got that out and it's like this reverse line movement public chiefs thing. It's like none of this is reality. This is all like a construct by people who want clicks. Basically, that's like all that's happening. So if you like either side, bet either side, the Ravens can blow out the Chiefs. There's nothing preventing that from happening except Patrick Mahomes. Um, And if you like the Chiefs in the game and like I like the Chiefs in the game, I like the Chiefs in the game. Like I I think they have a couple advantages. I'd like to see the Ravens prove it in a big spot. Uh, I'd like to see the Ravens' offense do it against this defense, and if they do that, then you you tip the cap, and that's just kind of how it goes.
1: Yeah, I, I I got asked by someone this morning who like does not do content, just like a buddy of mine. Like I think the the way that he phrased it was, it feels like the sports books are like begging me to take the Chiefs, so I think I want to lay Baltimore as a result. And I was like, look, like it, yeah, we don't. Ken just did a really good job of analyzing that. We don't have to keep getting into it. So again, like just to summarize, Baltimore can win and cover. Or win and not cover. Kansas City can win. Kansas City can cover and lose. I mean, it has nothing. But like that has nothing to do with like what's happening in the betting market. Like right, what's it, in won't the betting be, market is,
0: it won't be. It won't be because, because some someone like cracked the code and figured out that like the line movement means something. It'll be because the Ravens. Have advantages in the game, and they can outplay the Chiefs, and they've blown out a lot of A-level opponents this year. Or like the and game gets started, Mahomes rolls his ankle. Right.
1: Or like, or or like, you right. know, they give the ball to Meekle Hardman four times, and he fumbles through the end zone on every single touch. Like, who, who knows? <laughs> right. You know, or
0: or Lamar throws three picks. And be like, wait, it's but possible, I thought the script. Right? Be like, be yeah. like, and just imagine, imagine thinking that as the game is playing out, and like ignoring the random game that's taking place in front of you (laughs) just not that every game is like a coin flip there's obviously none of them are to a certain extent um that you know one team is generally rated better than the other just like this is the price in the market and what do you want to do and and people have been very willing uh across states and countries and sports books people have been very willing to lay their money on the ravens in a in a really good setup for them and and shout out to them and if they bet the ravens early uh their the bet is aged very well they probably have a better price than what the number is going to close at as money keeps coming in on baltimore
1: you better, you better, here with Nick and Ken. Countdown to kickoff championship Sunday in the National Football League. Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, joins us next segment. Our best bets for both games, side and total, and props coming up to end the show. So we just touched on the AFC championship game. Uh, not to the NFC championship game, and I've joked all week that this is like, this will be the last wrestling analogy I make, I promise. Like WrestleMania 18, when Rock and Hogan went on before Triple H and Jericho. It's like, how, how are Triple H and Jericho supposed to follow that? That's how I feel about the Niners and Lions trying to follow the Chiefs and the Ravens. Maybe the game's going to be spectacular. We will see. Uh... Injury-wise here, Ken, I think we're pretty static. We know Debo Samuel is going to play. He is not on the injury report. A report this morning from NFL Media says that Debo has no limitations. He is going to be good to go. Translation, he's probably shot up with tons of Toradol. And uh, and God bless him. Uh, the Lions will be without offensive lineman Jonah Jackson and kick returner Khalif Raymond. Otherwise, like I think we know what we've got here. And I think, Ken... That the weather looks pretty good in the Bay today, unlike it was uh, last Saturday night where Brock Purdy like uh, was was brutal in the rain until the very end of the football game. So where do we stand right now, aside and total? Your thoughts, Ken? The Niners hosting the Lions for the NFC Championship.
0: Yeah, no, no, like uh, no bet splits rant coming on this one. I just it's like well, like begging you to take the Chiefs, Publix on the Chiefs, like prove it. just not it's just not what's happening also and also who cares but like i just when people are just saying stuff that's wrong i feel like i just i need to respond to it it's just not it's not what's happening It's just not what's happening also it's going to be a great game and i'm very curious to see who wins and in this game the the market has essentially moved throughout the course of the week on one really really important piece of injury information which was is Debo Samuel going to play in the game yes no and depending on what the answer was the line was going to move in that direction so this was always around the key number of seven the Niners about a touchdown favorite in the game it becomes more and more likely over the course of the week that Debo Samuel's going to play gets a limited practice in then Kyle Shanahan comes out and says he's off the injury report he's playing Debo addresses the media says he was worried that he fractured his shoulder it's actually a deep bruise and he you know I ain't protecting nothing they say like he's good to go he wants like obviously give that impression and the market responds to that as you would expect a betting market to respond oh a very impactful player is going to play for the team that's favored by seven now i like them a little more let's move that up a little let's bet into this let's move that up a little bit seven minus 15 seven minus 20 and now basically where we sit right now is if you want to bet the niners as a seven point favorite you got to pay a little more to do that to get a better number and if you want to take the points with the lions at seven and a half You got to pay a little more to do that, to get a better number. And that's kind of where we've been for about 48 hours. Uh, So the side is, to a certain extent, boring because it's only moved off of one key injury. And once we knew the result of that, that's what the market was going to be. The total has been a little more interesting because it just kind of seems to keep want to go up. (laughs) People just kind of think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. And obviously the weather is going to be better. Maybe that means Brock Purdy's great. It probably at least means he can like grip the ball and throw it. Now maybe he throws it to the other team. Maybe he throws it into the ground. But like probably a better effort. Um, you know, the last drive notwithstanding from Brock. And Birdie you feel in this better game.
1: about golf too in, in good elements. Like like Jared Goff sure. in the elements puts the ball on the ground constantly because yeah. he has you know. Imagine famously, be, imagine a famously famously rainstorm in this hands. game. Yeah, be imagine
0: bad. a rainstorm in this game. God, I mean, like bet the what do you bet the under down to? I don't know, like ten. I was gonna <laughs> say flip, what's flip 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 the, what's the fumbles from, prop. From right, 51 yeah, exactly. to 15
1: would be the total in the game.
0: Actually, uh, you don't think 50 is the right number? No, I think five is the right number because I <laughs> nobody, can hold, nobody can hold on to the ball, it's too big. <laughs> the football is actually just too big for the two quarterbacks. So, the total in this game, uh, you know, 51 and a half that was kind of like our opener range, 51s. Those have just it's just kind of been this slow and steady movement. Now, some of that was because Debo's playing. And if Debo's playing, then the point projection for the Niners is probably a little higher. Game's more likely to be a higher scoring game because he's very impactful and he has a lot of explosive plays. And that makes sense to a lot of people. So the total kind of trickles up trickles up. Except it's like kind of keeps getting bet up even now. And there's a couple 52 and a halves that have now appeared on the board. So just there's this slow, steady movement to the over. And look, like when you think about this game intuitively. The Lions have the worst pass defense in the NFL, period. Not playoffs, not teams remaining. They're the worst. And you can tell they're the worst because Puka Nakua and Mike Evans both ate their lunch in a, a home games for Detroit um, with offenses that are less compelling, less explosive than what they're going to see today. So the and Niners Nick Mullins of twice in too. the
1: final three weeks of the regular season, yes, too, to be fair. sure.
0: And just so in any test game, the Lions have failed the test. Now they've also succeeded because their red zone defense and their offense and their you know special teams in a couple situations actually were really really strong uh, or the other team didn't make particularly good coaching decisions whatever this isn't like a lions don't deserve to be here it's not that at all just they have a really specific weakness that probably means the Niners are going to score a lot of points in the game that's really easy to understand i think the really compelling part or the the part that we're no one's quite sure about is the lions offense in this game what is this going to be obviously not playing at home anymore And yes, the weather is going to be fine. Still not the same. Uh, The Niners have shown an ability to generate a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Is that going to happen in this game? And everyone that you kind of listen to talk about the game, former players, people we will probably have on the show in the next couple hours. If the Niners get pressure and with their front four, they don't have to blitz. It's Bosa, it's Chase Young, it's Armstead, whatever. If they can get pressure, that's probably how this is a blowout. Is Goff's really bad in those situations? The Niners are going to score. It's going to happen. Okay, what if the Lions, who have a really good offensive line, it's hurt, but it's still pretty good. What if they hold up? Then this kind of might become like a classic, honestly, if the Lions can go down the field and score a lot. So, I mean, I have no idea if they're going to hold up in the game, but, like, there's your circled matchup. In terms of is this a san francisco blowout and they're probably going to put up points or can the lions provide a lot of resistance maybe when the game make the super bowl which is really still kind of an insane thought i think for a lot of people
1: and i think as as far as it regards to the total ken and i give you a lot of credit when you and i did you better you bet on monday you said something that kind of made me rethink the way that i wanted to bet this game as far as the side is concerned i'm thinking maybe detroit can be live in the game I, I think we all we the both of us think and you the listener and viewer probably think right that Dan Campbell at some point during this game, maybe a couple times is gonna roll the dice go forward on fourth down, go forward on fourth and goal maybe we get a fake punt a fake field goal a couple trick plays like he's gonna he's gonna let it all hang out there and if those decisions bust maybe they get blown out also maybe they don't score a lot if that happens but if if these decisions all hit, they get a touchdown on fourth and goal, the first down on fourth down, the fake The fake play is converted, then maybe this is a really high-scoring game, Ken, so maybe it's contingent on kind of like how these Campbell decisions that we think are going to happen, how they might turn out.
0: Well, and and this is part of your analysis. I know you like the Lions. Maybe to win the game, you know, in order for them to kind of hit blackjack here, whatever analogy you want to use, the Campbell has to do those things, but that's partnered with a really conservative coach on the other side who's going to kick in a big spot and keep the game close and punt from midfield and do some of those things like that's how the upset happens is one coach hits on all their decisions and the other coach doesn't make any aggressive decisions
1: Ah, we have so much still to do here on you better you bet's countdown to kick off on championship sunday on the other side we will welcome to the show odyssey sports nfl insider brian baldinger to break down both of today's games